And welcome back to the k Podcast. I'm Austin. I'm Caden. And we're back in episode four now, I believe. This is four. Episode K-9. four. Staying, Climbing up. Staying consistent, recording every weekend, you know. Just doing our thing. We're, we're enjoying it. Bring, bringing out the material for you guys. Yeah, definitely uh, another thing to do over the summer. Hopefully there are people out there listening. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. We, we're getting at least like... I think 10 plays on our SoundCloud link. Really? So That's good. That is good. At least someone's out there besides our friends. Well, as we have in the first three episodes, we're going to start the show off with some NBA talk. Uh, Playoffs are coming coming to the... Conference finals. Conference finals, yeah. I was going to say coming to a close almost, but they're not just there yet. Not just yet. Uh, Yes, Spurs Warriors starts tomorrow. While we're recording this, starts Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs surprisingly, without Tony Parker, without Kawhi Leonard, closed out Houston, destroyed them in Game Six. Hilarious! It's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> you always say you always say you respect other teams or whatever until you play them in, in the playoffs, or you, especially if you lose to them. It's just all out so, savagery. So at this point, we were pretty mad at Houston, and that was pretty fun to see. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what's up with Harden. Not really sure at all. It's probably just an injury. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know any other excuse. You can't. You can't just use the excuse of being tired. I mean, yeah. he got he got like ten points and didn't even like try to shoot at the end of the game. It was crazy. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I I think this is great because. This is what I've been thinking the whole time that San Antonio was a better team. Yeah. After the after game one where Houston destroyed them, I was thinking, wow, maybe I was wrong. But you know, Pop did what he always does, and San Antonio came out in six. People were saying Houston in six. They didn't see San Antonio no. having a shot at this for some reason. Like, like sixty-one wins doesn't mean anything, but it does. So, statistically they- speaking, D'Antoni's system. <laughs> Is great in the regular season, but it just yeah. fails in the postseason every yeah. time. It's wild. With Steve Nash, with uh, who else? Who else has he uh, coached? Uh, Stoudemire. Uh, but well, besides that, uh, oh wait, uh, Suns team. Uh, he coached the 2012 Lakers <laughs> with with Nash, Kobe, and Dwight. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. But yeah, uh, I think I think Golden, uh, I think they have a chance of beating Golden State still. So. Hold, holding my at least at least more for sure, a lot more than the Rockets. Yeah, I'm holding my position that they definitely have a chance. I don't. This is what I thought last year when we went up against them in the conference finals. I was thinking, man, I'll be happy if we take off a couple games. But we came out one game one, by by to my surprise in Golden State, and it was a series, and I think that's what this is going to be like too. Yeah, so, for sure. I think it'll be a great series, even without Tony Parker, who let's not pretend like was a huge <laughs> most yeah. of the season. Yeah, I think Dejounte Murray will be a great player. So for sure, he'll be fine. Any any player in that Spurs organization <laughs> plus Patty Mills. Patty Mills is arguably better than Tony Parker. So. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, of course, they finished their season or their uh, series against Toronto 
uh, by the time we recorded last week. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been over a week since they last played, and they're still waiting for the other series to end so they can find out who they play. Uh, John Wall had a game winner in Game 6 to send it to Game 7. Who's, whose stock has raised higher than John Wall's this postseason? Uh, he's right up there with Isaiah, honestly. Yeah. But I think Isaiah was up there in the MVP conversation more than uh, John Wall. John Wall sure. But I think John Wall definitely should have been higher. So, it, uh, yeah, I'd say John Wall, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a surprise. This is it's what a what a fun series. I mean, even though like we talked about this last week, uh, you know they're ultimately going to play up against LeBron's Cavs and just get annihilated. But for for the meantime, it's fun to watch for what it is. Yeah, he's he's shooting well from three in the playoffs, which is unusual for him. Yeah, uh, he's just going all out playoff on wall. Still without a shoe, his own signature <laughs> shoe. He's got his own dance, but he, he with, did, with the he got the middle school dance, but not the shoe. It's wild, incredible. Can't wait for the off season when he, when some someone offers him a shoe deal. Uh, isn't he signed to Adidas? I thought I thought he was. I think so, but he might not just have the signature shoe for some reason. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, game seven will be great. I just found out before we started recording that game one of the Golden State San Antonio series. Starts before the end of... Series clinching. Yeah. Uh, game one for Golden State and San Antonio is on Sunday. Uh, Boston-Washington is on Monday. Which is... Which they, um, did, we did, they did that with the second round, too. And it doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. Yeah, it doesn't. You gotta, you gotta finish around before you keep going. That, that messes with the whole rest thing, I feel like. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's the, th- maybe that's the point. You know, if, you, if your opponent can't finish out the other sooner, that doesn't That's mean their fault. That doesn't mean the other conference should have to wait too. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I still don't see any team giving Cleveland much trouble. Yeah, either way, Celtics or Washington. Yeah, Celtics just look so shaky. I mean, if if they can't close out Washington like this. Because they've been down in double digits, I think, almost every game. Yeah. Other than maybe yeah. five. I'm not sure, but it's it doesn't look good for either team. Because Washington's just barely keeping in this series with their bench play being so bad. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see any team beating Cleveland. Cleveland's going to make it to the finals again. Again. LeBron's going to be in his seventh straight finals. <sighs> how, how, many, how many years can you do this, man? Honestly. He's 32 now. I'd say at least three. At least three more. So incredible. <laughs> so ridiculous. If he makes it to 10 straight, that'll be that'll be goat material right there. Because <laughs> you have to at least win one of them. Yeah. You'd think, at least. But, yeah. Uh, not much NBA talk anymore, because it's down to five teams left in contention. Uh, draft is in June. We don't know anything We're, about college basketball, so yeah. I can't put input on that. All I know is I really despise the Ball family. LeVar Ball seems like a terrible person. Awful. I'm going to hate on Lonzo when he comes into the league, no matter how good he is, which I think he might be a little overblown. Oh, for sure. I mean, he, I'm sure the potential is there, but 
sell. Uh, his shoe is, what is it? $495. Yeah, $500 for a shoe from a kid who hasn't even played a game in the NBA. Jesus Christ. Incredible. And, it, and it's big baller brand. Sounds like something you'd find at Walmart. <laughs> right next to the M ones. Yeah. Like, it's not like Big Waller's Nike. No. Or else maybe they'd get away with it. But I don't I don't I, I don't know how those are selling right now, but I can't imagine they're great. No. They look exactly like the Kobe's too. There's so many memes about like them looking like Kobe's. Like with the what was it? Uh, I can't remember the movie, so never mind. And it's not like Lonzo is a household name yet. If, no. if you're not a basketball fan, you probably don't know who he is. And the only reason that his name is so prominent and you recognize it is because his dad won't shut the hell up. Yeah, I mean, he was going to be a top, top three pick before all this. Yeah, but you don't... Whenever you think of Markel Fultz, who's... Probably gonna be the number one. Yeah, pick. he was arguably better. Yeah, arguably a better play. You don't you you don't think of that high at high of a status of Lonzo yeah. or of the balls the ball family. Can I also say how much I hate when? Uh, well, I guess I can't really hate on it too much, but players who say I, I really just want to play for this team, like like Lonzo just really wants to play for Los Angeles. Yeah. So. And that is annoying. That, it really is. And it's the same thing with Paul George. It's like nobody can trade for him or anything because he's just going to end up in LA. He's not going to. He's not going to like stay with the team or try when if they yeah. acquire him. So, yeah, that really, I guess I can't hate on it though because it's one person's, you know, goals and intentions to be somewhere, and that's not bad. Just kind of takes away the fun of like, oh, maybe if we acquire this guy. You know, we'll be will be a better team, mm. but if he if he doesn't want to play there, there's nothing you can do. So that so that's why I think instead of like teams talking about trading for Paul George, they should be talking about trading for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Instead, because he clearly seems to want to play for whoever. So. Yeah. Uh, any other NBA thoughts on your mind? Not really. It's it's just. I can't wait for the new season to start already. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. And it's <laughs> I'm ready for the finals. I'm ready for the finals. Yeah. The finals will be fun for sure. Because I remember I tuned out after the first uh, two games last year. After Golden State went up 2-0. And then it was 3-1. But I stopped until game seven. And that was just the greatest game of all time. Oh, me. for it's sure. The greatest game I've ever watched. And I, I'm just ready for part three now. What a, what a league, man! I, I, there's just no competition in any other league competing with the NBA. I know. Uh, I mean, we all talk about how we hate the that three or two teams are going to be in the finals three straight years. Which, you know, Kobe said that's not bad for basketball. Last week, he he gave his thoughts on that. He right. said that's not bad for basketball, and I, I agree. I think it is bad for basketball for one team to have two MVPs and four All Stars. Yeah, but that's that's what I was thinking too, for sure. But for two teams to make it three years in a row, I don't think that's bad at all, because you know, it, it's a it's a storyline. Yeah, if it's two random teams every year, like the NFL usually is, I mean, it's just like oh, 
we ended up with this these two teams this year. Like, was Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain going to the finals all the time in the 60s a bad thing? Was Magic and Bird going to the finals no. all the time in the 80s a bad thing? No. They are legendary stories. Yeah. Bill Russell won the championship 11 times in 13 years. Uh, Bird and Magic were in, like, every finals during the 80s. Yeah, at least one of them. Jordan won six out of eight finals. Then Shaq and Kobe won three and went to four. So, I don't... I, yeah, And San Antonio's won five over in the last 20 years. Yeah, that people, is... People it's love those teams. People remember those teams. For sure. Yeah, so... People it's are not going to remember guy. the Steph Curry team. They're going to remember the LeBron, the LeBron team. Yeah, like like the transition from the Rockets having Kareem or uh, Hakeem, excuse me, and then obtaining Clyde Drexler. Yeah, Steph Curry and the Warriors obtaining KD. Yeah, for that storyline. Who's no Clyde Drexler, by the way? He's no, not, he's not Clyde Drexler. But no, he's close. <laughs> Doesn't have the ring. So yeah. No, no, uh, no comparison. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, it, I, I even like even the look of a Cleveland Golden State Finals, like the aesthetic of it, is really appealing to me. It's like yeah. red versus blue, and like the crowds, <laughs> like the Golden State crowd is great, and the Cleveland crowd, like everything's lovable about Cleveland now for some reason. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I'm really excited for it. As long as long as, but we're also talking like Golden State making it in is a for sure thing. For we sure don't know that could be San Antonio LeBron again, yeah. which is also really exciting. Yeah, Kawhi Kawhi v LeBron. Yeah, so I I'm just I'm excited either way. Doesn't matter to me. I I prefer the Spurs to get into the finals. But yeah, just so Golden State doesn't have a chance. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's your biased uh, OKC fan discussion. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for NBA talk right now, and we'll be right back with uh, my thoughts on Mac DeMarco's new album since Caden reviewed it last week. I'm going to give my thoughts now since I've listened to it quite a bit. So be right back. We're back. We are back. We're back at it. I'm going to give my thoughts on the new Mac DeMarco record. Uh, you said last week... You would give it around a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it's rescinded. I rescind that because yeah. I, I've listened to it a few more times. And I, I'd give it a higher score. I'd say I'm about I'm about a mid-7 on it right now. Okay. Yeah, I, listen, <coughs> excuse me, uh, listening to it for the first time, I was surprised because I, I loved it immediately. I loved the especially the first half of the record. Yeah, the first half is exceptional. Yeah, uh... Yeah, just it seems like on this album, uh, other than like, instead of how he's approached music in the past, it doesn't seem like he's uh, chasing an aesthetic, really. Right. Like it seemed in the past, that's what he was doing. He was the guy with an 80s... 80s vintage look who, who like cigarettes. cigarettes and yeah. wore a hat and shit and had a gap tooth or whatever. You know, that was, that's what he was trying to, he was trying to make a character out of himself. But on this, it's just like, he's just writing songs. He's just writing songs about what he's going through. And it's, it's really, I, I, like this has been said a lot, but it's the most mature I've ever heard him sound. Yeah. 
especially in his songwriting because it's it's incredible. I've never really paid attention to how he puts his songs together before, but on this it's it's exceptional. So I'll start with uh, I'll start going through the track list. I won't go through every song, right? But just the ones that out. stand out to me. Uh, my old man, uh, one of my favorites on the track or on the album. Uh, it's it's definitely a fear I think a lot of males have, including myself, because it seems like every guy I know just despises his dad. Almost every guy, just fucking hates his father. Right. So this is definitely <clears throat> one that hits home for a lot of kids and men, I guess. Uh, but I I love the little I I don't know what you'd call it arpeggio that plays throughout the song. What oh, we, oh, like that little, like the synth arpeggio. Yeah. Boo, boo, doo, 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 yeah, that. I love that. Yeah, that's great. And I, I love uh, the way he layers his vocals on everything, the synths he uses in the chorus. It's great. It's great to feel. Yeah, it's definitely, the, the album is definitely not as raw sounding as his debut, too. Like, you listen to two and it's super raw. Uh, but yeah, you could definitely tell not only his songwriting matured, but definitely I feel like his music taste too. Yeah, it's very very low key too. Like nothing jumps out immediately, I would say. But yeah, you just gotta just gotta pay attention, and it's impressive. Uh, this old dog, I'd say probably is my favorite currently. Uh, just very solemn mood from him. Uh, very just mature too, and how he handles the problem, the, you know, the, the subject matter. Yeah. He's not, oh, just played it. By there it is. Copyright. Copyright. Damn it. Infringement. But, uh, yeah, just the way he handles everything, it's not like he's angry or upset at the other person. It's just, he's just accepting even, like he, he states many times on the album that he has to remember what comes after instead of just looking past, looking at the past. So that's a very, very mature way to look at the situation, which I admire. Uh, for the first time, uh, really jumped out to me at first. I just love the, the 80s sound of it. You know, he had to make one song like this, yeah. but it's great. I love it. <laughs> uh, he, does, he does have another one sounding like that on on the level, which I don't think is as good, but I still like. Yeah. Uh, Still Beating is one of my favorites. Uh, again, just very mature, uh, just with how he handles it. Still, still upbeat too, which is surprising, given what he's talking about. But uh, Sister is a little short, very nice sounding one. Dreams from Yesterday is hopeful. Uh, a wolf who wears sheep's clothes is is very happy, even though it's talking about uh, you should be weary of people you engage with because they might just be out to break your heart or whatever. Yeah. But he still finds a way to be upbeat about it. Uh, Moonlight on the River is one of the saddest ones on this on the album, but it's still, it, it's incredible. It's like, it gets really, really kind of like prog rockish at the end with the weird noises he throws in. Yeah, I really like it. It's just, it's like, after all, the whole album, pretty much, 
it's just kind of like going crazy because it gets really loud and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, uh, I just think, I just think it's just a really mature and, uh, different way to look at the situation. People have written tons of breakup albums before, but the way he, the way he looks at this, looks at himself, it, it tells, it tells a lot because, you know, it, it shows us how far he's come in his career. Yeah. And it shows that he's an older person now. Like he, he knows how to handle situations. So yeah, he's not a, he's not a kid in his twenties. Yeah. Smoking the viceroys. Yeah. And he's still smoking the viceroys. He's just a, he's he's like, he's almost I I don't mean this in a literal sense, but he's like a dad now. He's becoming yeah. a dad. I mean he yeah. He needs to become a dad. He's got the dad bod, he's got the dad humor. Yeah. He's just he's ready to be a dad. Dad DeMarco. Daddy DeMarco. Daddy DeMarco. <laughs> but yeah, this is very inspiring too. Very inspiring. Because, you know, I'm I'm going through the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good. It's good for relatability. But yeah, uh, that, those are my thoughts. Any any other thoughts on the album? Uh, I'm just wondering what you would give it out of 10. What do you say? I'm going to say a strong 8. Strong 8. You know, it's, it's really good. I enjoy it a lot. Nothing groundbreaking. But it's still a really solid album. Yeah. For sure. That was Austin's part in the review of This Old Dog by Mac DeMarco. Check it out. We both recommend it. It's yeah. very good. All right. Next week, hopefully later this week, I guess technically a week from today, we're scheduling a podcast appointment with <laughs> Mark DePaolo. Yeah, author, professor Mark DePaolo. Uh, he was our professor of humanities at Southwestern Oklahoma State. Uh, what, definitely our favorite professor. Yeah, so, favorite professor, favorite class I've been in. Yeah, so far in, in our college lives. Uh, very, very different way of approaching class in college. Uh, sort of just, you know, taught us things by himself rather than going from a book, although he did go into a book a few times. Yeah. But just, he he was definitely one of the more liberal arts guys. Yeah. Rather yeah. than uh, just a textbook, uh, arithmetic and English bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, definitely an entertaining guy. Very funny, too. Very charming. <laughs> Very charming guy, for sure. Uh he has a book on, uh, I think it's on Amazon, called... It is on Amazon, yeah. I think it's called War, Politics, and Superheroes, uh, covering ethics and propaganda in comics and film, which is a very interesting topic, yes. that, which we've talked about before, even. Yeah, we, we just started discussing, like, what would... We, we just started picking out superheroes and what their agendas would be in today's... Yeah, society. and how... Society. And I... Like, this book also tackles, like, how the betrayal of these characters affects the perception of, you know, children's views on the world. Right. Like, if someone, if a little kid really admires someone like Batman, they might not be the most anti-upper-class uh, person in the world. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting topic, and we're, we're excited to have him on next week, because he's one of our favorite people. So, uh, Yeah. What's next on the agenda for our podcast? Our Tinder friends. Tinder friends. Okay. So, now that I'm single, I had to get back on 
back on the app. Gotta get back online. <laughs> and I, I discovered Tinder came out with a new a feature. I'm, I'm not sure how old it is now. It's, I, I'd say maybe like a year old, year and a half. Wow. Uh, called Tinder Social, where you group up with your with your buds. Yep. And you swipe left or right on other groups. And it's just the worst piece it's, of garbage. It's, <laughs> it's like what it's supposed to be is you're out with your friends in the city on a Friday night and you want to meet new people and hang out with them at the bars. Okay, I guess that makes So sense. you swipe with them, you start like messaging each other like, hey, let's all let's all hang out as a group instead of it being one-on-one predator sexual stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but instead people don't use it for that. They just... They get, you get group validation, <laughs> like, uh, kind of like, I don't know, like, in a firing squad out of five people, only one has the bullets, so you're like, I didn't kill that guy, what? they killed the other guy. Oh, you're talking about who swipes. Yeah, who okay. swipes, who, who, who did the swiping, like, That's oh, they swipe because of me. But in, rea- in reality, what we were doing, we would see a group of people, and no matter what, we would like their <laughs> the people. Yeah, so one night we just matched with, like, ten different groups. And, and we just started shit posting. We just posted <laughs> the worst shit ever. In the not not anything chat. abusive or anything no. like that. We were just acting dumb. Just being very dumb. I said deforestation was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were, you you started talking about you hating nature. Yeah, one girl talked about fucking me in a, an abandoned, in abandoned house. house. That was weird. That was very weird. Wasn't into that. <laughs> but, but then we came upon a group of two. Yeah. Of the name Crystal and Tanner. Yeah. From OKC. From the OKC area, and they matched with us, and uh, we looked at the profiles that were in the group. And there was Tanner, and oh, he had he had all kinds of. He had Mac DeMarco. He had uh, who else did he have? He had some some bands. Can't remember some bands. some indie bands. So yeah. the first message that we posted in there was Austin saying, "Tanner, will you be my indie boyfriend?" Yeah. And our and he said, you know, he said, "Hey, Tanner, I'm straight, but you want to be my indie boyfriend?" Yeah. <laughs> He said, I'm straight too, but yes. <laughs> so that's when we knew. That's that's when it all started. Crystal didn't talk until like two days after. Yeah, but she's still she's still very cool. She's the She's greatest. very funny. Yeah. Great sense of humor. So we then took our group relationship to Twitter and they're now really good friends. Tanner is a great artist. Yes. Yeah. He sent us uh, a few of his songs. Few voice on his voice demo. Yeah. Uh, Crystal works at Chick-fil-A. She hates it. Soon to be Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Soon to be Cracker Barrel. Go rack in the tips. It's going to be great. 500 a week, she said. That is crazy. Yeah. Rolling in the money. Cracker uh, Barrel money. They're, they're great people. It's it's great how just something dumb like that will lead to great friendships. <laughs> Tinder social leading to great friends. Yeah. Who... I mean, we we're planning possibly on going to a Mac DeMarco concert in September, the end of September. Yeah. If it goes down or not, don't know, but it's what we're wanting to do, so it might happen. And we need to meet up before then. Though. Absolutely. Yeah, Crystal. Crystal has her birthday 
coming up sometime yep. in the next few months, and she was talking about how she doesn't have anybody to spend it with. We're here. We're here. We're friends. We're it's ready. We're ready to party. Boys from Tinder. <laughs> God. That it actually does sound kind of terrifying, but... <laughs> Yeah. Multiple boys from Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, excited about new friendships. Great. Great time. So along with uh, with the album, with the Macamarco album and our friend Tanner being an artist, we've been we've become inspired yep. to start like, up again on making our own music. I said this like three weeks ago that I wasn't into making music anymore, but I think I think you're just mainly talking about your the electronic path that you're. Yeah, I guess I guess that that's true, but yeah, we're we're ready. Gonna start writing songs. Gonna maybe release them if we're not embarrassed. I'm. I'll I'll release them with no regard for my life. All right. I won't care. Oh yeah. We'll just have to get that shit out there, man. Yeah. Beginning will be rough, but that's fine. That's, that's what you gotta do. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah. It's starting out rough. Started out kind rough. of. We're, I think we're getting better. Yeah, I mean, last Last on. week, we thought we didn't have enough material, and we still made it to over 30 minutes, which yeah. surprised both of us. Which was great. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how we end up progressing on that quest for music and artistry. Yeah. I mean, we've done it with this. Might as well do it something else. Might as well take it to another media platform. Why not? Any other thoughts? Any other things going on in your life? <laughs> Today at Quiznos was interesting. I work at a Quiznos. Uh, we weren't very busy today. And we were so not busy that one of my coworkers took a nap. And as the shift leader, I... He woke up and he's like, sorry, man, I fell asleep. And I was just like, man, go ahead, take a nap. I'll be watching. Out. So he napped for a solid 20 minutes. I was just yeah. sitting down and we were just relaxing. Yeah, you worked nine to five today. I worked a nine to five shift and we took naps. I, he took a nap. I didn't take a nap. So it was a really long shift for me. Yeah. And I was kind of frustrated. Oh, but wow. I'm just working right now. We're doing this podcast. It's summer, there's not much to do. So that's why we're making music? Yeah. Why not? So what about you? Is anything, any anything different? Not really. Had my first soda today for the first time in two weeks. Progress. Yeah. Uh, it was just a Sprite, too. It wasn't anything bad. Right. You know? Feeling okay. Feeling okay physically. Yeah. Do you, have you been feeling like any, do you like crave it anymore? No, definitely not. I'm more of just like opposed to drinking it. I'm just like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good right now. I'd rather drink apple juice or uh, water, sweet tea if I have to. If there's nothing else in the house. For for a solid, for a solid like two or three weeks, the only thing that would I would ever drink was grapefruit, orange, and cranberry juice mixed, and it was so good. I'm I'm really. So, felt great. I felt refreshed. I'm really upset by how much uh, those little apple juice Minute Maid bottles cost. So expensive. They're like two fifty for just a like shape. It's like the size of a water bottle too. So it's yeah, less than. Yeah, it's it's really bad, Capitalism. but I, I love it. Capitalism. Why can't we just juice? Yeah, our own apples. <laughs> Need to plant a tree. 
<laughs> gotta plant a tree first. Yeah, we gotta we gotta plant a tree. We gotta buy a juicer, fucking three hundred dollar juicer. Yeah, that's true too. Jesus. Yeah. That reminds me, your mom's buying bees. She, we have bees. Yeah. You have bees right now. We, yeah, outside. the bees are way over in the pasture. They they flying around. Uh. Yeah, I think so. I think they're just kind of gathering pollen at the moment. We're not... Yeah, so... How uh, does that work? Is there, like, a queen there that you have to keep in there, or...? I have no clue how it works. Uh, yeah, my parents literally said at dinner tonight, uh, hopefully they stay. So there's no, like, guarantee wow. that they stay. But they have, they have their... Like, we set up a station for their... Uh, what is, what is it called? Where they live? Is it... A hive? Hive, yeah, a hive. Yeah, we have their hive set up for them. And uh, so hopefully they return and build their home there. My dad, yeah. whenever they first got to the bee place, my dad immediately got stung on the island. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've only been Hilarious. stung once and it was it was traumatizing. <laughs> it didn't even hurt that bad, but it was, it was weird. It felt like I'd been violated. Uh, wasps are fucking awful. awful. They're the devil. Wasps serve no purpose in life. I, what do they do? They don't do besides, besides hurt things. They don't even die when they sting either. They're just the worst. It's weird how bees haven't evolved past that in like the billions of years species have existed. Like To the, not, to stay alive yeah. after stinging. How, how hasn't there been like some natural selection work there where like Bees who don't die when they sting stay alive. It's really weird. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're dying. Yeah, I don't know. They can't stay alive after they get pissed off. I I had to do a, a survey, not a survey. I had to make a. I had to look up a story, a biology story for my biology class. And bees who are smart die sooner than dumb bees. Why? Because intelligence takes up energy in their body and if they don't have enough energy to go out and get food for themselves they die soon it's fucking crazy yeah maybe that's what people are like <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is, yeah. is actually like 20 years old shit he's gonna die <laughs> he, he hasn't even been able to Drink his first beer yet. Goddamn. Sad. I think that you know he follows the law. The law. The law. His episode of Hot Ones is great. That was fantastic. I hate him on Twitter, but I love him everywhere else. He he tries to be like a meme god on Twitter and it's, No, he tries to like take authority on every subject. Like he's like, no, that's not right. And and like what he said on, on the extras hot one, he tries to put comedy flair on to what he says. Yeah, it's it not doesn't necessary, work at all. man. doesn't work at all. <laughs> I think people are still trying to view him as like a younger scientist, scientist but he, people should view his humor as dad jokes now. Yeah. And it makes it much more enjoyable. But uh, anything else you want to talk about? Not really. I think, I think we can wrap this up. Alright, well it's been a good episode. I think very very uh, interesting. That's important. This is this is the first time we really got off script yeah. and uh, just kind of talked about stuff. This is good. 
We're making progress. More casual, casual podcasts. Yeah. Next week, got Professor Arthur Montepalo. Hopefully, hopefully it's it's a it's it's more than likely gonna happen. But yeah, yeah, I can't wait for it. He's a great guy. Can't wait till you guys experience his presence through audio. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. We hope, love you. Hope you've had a good week. Hope next week is good. Hope hope your month is good. Yeah. If you don't listen to the next one, which you should. You should. You should. You should listen to all of these. But anyways, this is K&A signing out. I'm Austin. I'm Caden. Right. And we love you. Love you. Bye.